Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining me tonight for another special edition celebrity series of the Unpossible Radio Show right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And of course, it's me, Lady J. But before we get into who we are talking to tonight, of course, we have to get the formalities out of the way, you all. You know, as we always do. So with that being said, if this is your first time joining joining us right here on JQLM radio and you would like to share with your family, friends and followers, you can let them know they can listen from a variety of places anytime, anywhere on any device. So they can download the JQLM radio app or they can get JQLM radio through downloading the TuneIn app. Just search for JQLM radio when you get there or the stream a simple radio app. And for a host of other platforms, visit the website um, also, you can tune in straight from our Facebook page at JQLM Radio. Just click the Use App button there or tune in from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Again, that's www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Also, if you miss any of the live shows right here on air, you can catch the episodes on any of your major podcast platforms after it has aired on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Deezer, Castbox, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, make sure you follow, like, and share us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We do follow back. You can follow us at JQLM Radio and follow Ego Entertainment Network at Ego Net. Now, with that being said, our guest for tonight for the celebrity series our special edition is none other than tribe mafia y'all they are two young men uh, upcoming uh hip-hop group who has uh toured with akon i like akon i know all of y'all all of you all out there know who he is um and they have been featured um on the sxsw platform also um they'll be sharing their journey and how they uh went from the bottom to the top and uh, includes homelessness. And now they support the Austin resource center for the homeless. Um, and their song light cola has been blowing up on social media. So let's welcome tribe mafia to the show. Hey guys. Hey, hey so before we get into you guys, story, I'm going to let you introduce yourselves, tell everyone uh, your name, where you're from and, uh, what you like to do in your spare time? All right. Uh, um, I'm one of one half of the members of Tri Mafia. So uh, my name is Deshaun Daniels, and originally from Dallas, but I live in Dallas and Austin, Texas. Half my life, so I'm from both of those places, pretty much. But yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, my name is Chinatha Broxton. I'm also one of uh, Tri Mafia. We're a hip hop duo. Um, I'm also from Austin, Texas. I'm half Nigerian, half Cuban. Uh, Deshaun is half Native American and half uh, African American. So that's pretty much how we got an intro in Austin. Uh, mm-hmm. What we like to do on our free I like to just watch Netflix and binge until, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's that's what I do on my free time. <laughs> just watch TV shows when I'm at making music. All right. Yeah, yeah since I got the <laughs> studio at home, I just make the music and pretty much network all the time both of us network at the same time and all of that try to help people around this time because we never had as much free time in our life so <laughs> i know that's right has been like <laughs> overload listen i'm with y'all listen i, I watch netflix prime video voodoo all of it <laughs> so <laughs> um Tell everybody, uh, how old are you guys? <laughs> well, I'm 25 and he's 25 too, but we'd be like 26 this year. So, I mean, well, I'll be 26 this year. He'll be 26 next year. Okay. So, um, um, we have a lot to cover in this uh, hour. So, um, let's get to it. So, first of all, uh, your name is very befitting for your background, for your cultural background. Um, so tell us, um, how did you come up with that name and how did you two guys meet? 
Well, uh, just tell me how we met first. Well, I mean, tell, her, tell her how it was. I'm going to tell her how it was. We met playing basketball at our, at our basketball court in our um, neighborhood. And uh, it, started off, it started off with just us playing basketball. I mean, I met him. I crossed him a mm-hmm. couple times, dumped on him. And then we shot a couple shots and won the game. And then we was walking back. We was walking back to our home. And um, we just noticed that we was walking toward the same direction. And I was like, where's this dude going? Like, this is the world. And um, he was like, where are you going? I'm going, I'm going home. I was like, I'm going home too. And we just kept walking up the street, walking up the street. <laughs> and then before you know it, we was like, oh, shoot. We live in the same neighborhood. You're literally three houses down from the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> so we just, ever since then, we've just been clicking. We've just been hoping and hoping and hoping, playing basketball. And then uh, we found out we, we, are, we, um, we, like, we like writing and stuff. And we like making music. Well, not making music, but like just composing. And then we'll say, how don't we just, why don't we just, you know, make a group? Oh, my group. So we did that. Yeah. We were actually, like, really popular in our high schools. We went to two, we went to two, two different schools. Um, I went to Flickr for yeah, high school. I had you went to oh, you McNeil, and then I, yeah, I had went to McNeil, but I had transferred from Flickrville my junior year. So I, w- I probably would have saw him if I didn't transfer from that school. But that's yeah, how that happened. We didn't even know each other. This dude, Carlo, uh, the Stein, he's super, like, popular. Everybody knew who he was because of all his, like, shoe collection and then his super nice car. Like, he was just the person that you would go to. If if anybody knew him, it was because of his popularity, if anything. Me, I was just, like, the theater geek, but I also played sports, so everybody knew me because of, I guess, both. And then we just, I guess, from there, since we went to the, um, two different schools, we both, like, decided to make a group. And uh, we actually used to go by a group called CTST and then NBB, our group size was like out of like eight people, and then we, yeah. just, we just kept depleting members, and then depleting members went down to four, then to three, and then now it's just two of us. So we're just a hip hop duo now, but we came like a really long way from like where we where we were and, and where we are now. So that's huh. just a long story short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's how we met. That's but, uh, crazy. How we came up with the name was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot between <laughs> them other groups. Like, I don't know, we, we were just like outworking everybody else and when it came down to that people started noticing and they paid attention to us too the whole time so we were like man we gotta we gotta we gotta make our own thing it's time to leave yeah. so <laughs> when we came up with the name it's like we gotta find something that actually fits us mm-hmm. and like tribe since we became family and we're not even brothers or anything like we just became brothers over the years we were like man we, we pretty much family so you know, and our little background of him being Cuban and Nigerian and me and Native American and all that. But, like, we're just going to call it tribe, you know what I mean? Because we're a tribe now. Mm-hmm. So that, I like that's it. our family. And the mafia part is just, like, taking care of business. And anybody who try to, like, come for our family, we're going to take care of that. I like it. Y'all put some deep <laughs> thought yeah, into that. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like a sense of protection, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys put some deep thought into that. Um, just to think, just to think that you all were living—I mean, three houses away—and didn't even know—that's crazy. But <laughs> um, yeah. so let's talk about um, uh, what it was like growing up. What inspired you to get into music? Um, before we get into your uh, uh, challenges that you had to overcome. Um, so, what inspired you both to? Uh, want to get into music composing and things of that sort. I know Deshaun got a longer really? story. Mine is simple, but you can go ahead and tell yours real quick. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll just make it simple. Uh, most of my family, like my older cousins or uncles, anything like that, they they've been doing music and they they always done something something in the industry to do with music. So. One of them was like a, a rock star. He has his own. He even has his own stage built for him in Houston. Like he used to sing R and B, so he switched over. But he does this thing really good. And then my my other cousin, he even been on BET a long time ago, back when I was like a kid. Like even when I was a teenager, I remember opening up for like Young Money a long time ago here in Austin. It's about that was before I even started going there. I remember he used to come over to the house and like stay there for that whole week, and then go back home to Dallas and everything. So like. It's like most of my family really inspired me to do it. And even my grandpa used to make me listen to music. My, my dad used to make me listen to old school, like all types of music. So I've just been in it for a long time. I'm like, man, 
this is something I really like. And plus, I like to, I mean, I always used to like to write my own quotes or like poems or anything, but it wasn't like I was trying to write lyrics. I didn't think about it that way. So it like came to me and I'm like, man, this is what I really like to do. And that one time when I was kept writing my own quotes and making them rhyme for no reason, just because I just like the sound of it. Uh, I used to write on my notebook. I used to draw my notebook at school and this one kid took my notebook when I went to the bathroom and I came back. I'm like, hey, are you making a song? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, why do you have my little notebook or whatever? Like, give it back. He's like, no, no, he's like, that's what it, like, why do you have like metaphors in it and something like, and similes and all of this? Like, what is that? I'm like, it's just a, I don't know, just, some of them just poems, they just quotes that I made up. Like, why do they rhyme though? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, me at lunch. And so I met him at lunch. He took my notebook again and they started being on the, the lunch table and everything. And then he started rapping the words that I, I wrote down on my notebook. Mm. He like, I think you really you need to do something with that. He said, see how that made it like with the flow? He said, You just wrote that. I didn't know how was, I was supposed to read it, but it sounded really good. He said, You you should look it in the music or something. And then from there I was like, it just clicked. And that's when all that started like started for me. It's mostly my family that inspired me to do it. So it started off pretty much that little flame. Awesome. <laughs> that was my little period. <laughs> and then for me, um, I guess it started for me for, I guess, eighth grade. I was very into, like, watching, like, Michael Jackson. I don't know. When I was little, I don't know if you've seen the uh, movie uh, The American Dream mm-hmm. on VHS or VH1. And you know how, I don't know, there's just something about just watching him walk on stage and, um, I don't know, just just him being on stage and the, and the crowd just going crazy. I think I, I think I just kind of wanted that myself. I don't know, like he he can just pick up his hat and people are saying, you know, girls are like crying, like what the world? Like, <laughs> he just walked on yeah. stage and now you crying. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, but, but like just this, this that right there was like oh, I want that. And then um, I don't know. Um, in eighth grade, I had auditioned for this um play because I had like a crush on my teacher, and she was like she was like, oh yeah, it's not sure. Yeah, definitely um, audition. You can sing. And I was like, I guess. So I auditioned, and I ended up getting the role of um, Warbucks. I don't know if you've seen the play called Annie Jr. That was like my first theatrical play. But I was like one of the, like, the leads, and I was singing like the whole way through. And I ended up, I just, it just stuck with me. I just became like a little theater nerd. I just ended up going to like plays in my free time. People call, people started calling me like, are you a geese or are you a, are you an athlete? What are you, which one are you going to pick? So I was like, I don't know if you seem like high school musical, but I, I I was I was feeling that dude. I was like, oh, I get you. You want to do this, but you want to do that. But right. You can't do both. So I don't know. I'm a, I guess ever since then, I just been like, I don't know. Music has always been attached to me because I've always I've always liked being on stage and I, I've always liked performing and putting music in that and doing something you actually you actually pretty good at. I guess it just kind of clicks for you. And ever since then, I just been going strong with it. And then when I met up with Deshaun and we started making music together. I mean, it was just fun. Like when we when we when we perform, there's always something new. We always bring energy to the to the um, to the stage, to our fans, to our listeners. So I think it's just it's just fun putting them all together. Awesome. That's, I guess that's how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, I mean, a lot of people are inspired by um, Michael Jackson and, of course, their family. Um, so uh, you know. I don't know if anybody has ever, you know, looked at him and like, hey, I want that. But um, <laughs> but he he has inspired a lot of different artists um, across many genres. So I can definitely oh. um, see that. Um, so uh, let's talk about the uh, journey uh, of becoming a um, a hip hop duo and some of the challenges that you have all faced uh, personally while, you know, um, climbing the ladder to um, where you are now. So in some of um, what was, you know, sent to me and some of the things that I read, um, you all experienced a a bit of homelessness on this road, you know, to uh, becoming this hip hop duo. Um, who has now been afforded um, some major opportunities. So tell us a little bit about that before we go to our first break. Okay. So there was right. a time when both, uh, both lived in our car for, for a, a time. And uh, we was actually going to school as well. He was going to, we were both going to the school in um, West Texas called Sorrow State University. And 
We've spent, you know, we've always gone to El Paso every every time. It's a it's a town it's a town over here in, in, uh, in Texas. It's a really small place, and uh, we just we really just couldn't afford to do everything at once. We couldn't afford to pay for school and pay for all these other things. So we started taking like we take we took out like school loans just to like afford what we really wanted to do for our own passion. Mm-hmm. But we wasn't able to like pay those charges, and it was either like you live in your car or you get a house and you, I mean, you get a place, but you really can't afford to do what you, what you want to do because you're, you're so backed up on bills. So we just stayed in the car for a couple of times and then, you know, just pursued what we kept on doing that was filling us to keep going where we want to go. And then, um, I guess being in Austin, we, we noticed on sixth street, that's like where everything happened. That's where you see the majority of like all the homeless people. And, um, I don't know. I guess they kind of just connect for us, like always help others, even though, even if you don't have it, like the way, you know, people that do have it can help them. Because I don't know. I'm, I'm really a strong believer in what yeah, you know. God can do yeah. when you bless. So we we've made this little thing. Uh, we made this event called the Listening Party. It's, it's actually how we really got our name out in Austin from doing like multiple shows. But then we cur- we curated our own event called the Listening Party. And with the Listening Party, we basically bring like all of our fans over. We invite other performers to come and perform. Uh, we bring mm-hmm. like a lot, about ten, and from all those performers, they're they're all getting paid. And we'll bring like TV outlets. Uh, we'll bring painters. Uh, we'll get donors from like McDonald's, Papa John's, you know, really big places. Photographers, radio station, all of that. Yeah, like, we'll bring it all into that just little Airbnb house, and it's like a little intimate party. And from this party, we're able to like raise money to pay money to um, the performers and to uh, the nonprofits that we have to um, be a part of this event. And then on top of that, all the money that we have left over, we'll use that to donate to the Austin Arch because we know how it's like to be homeless. And the Austin Arch is the Austin Homeless Community Center for the, for the, um, for homeless. And I think last year we raised about what two thousand dollars. Yeah, pretty much, almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so that's that's like what we've been doing to like really make a name for ourselves and to help other artists like us, I guess, build for themselves because we know how it was like when we first started off to perform in front of like nobody. And nobody wanted to and and you don't make money and you're paying to perform. And I've always been like, a, and you don't have you know, a crowd either, like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and I've always we've always been like a stickler to like saying, like, dang, you should never try to pay to perform. This is your art, you're the artist. Why are you paying somebody else to to to, to give a piece of you? You know, that's your work. So, I mean, when we did this listening party, we basically from all the fans that we have, we brought them over to our place and we just told them, okay, this is. This is a crowd for any upcoming artist uh, to showcase what they got. And we just, we basically like make like a poll on Instagram saying first come, first serve. Whoever wants to do it, sign up. And whoever we um, do, we pick from them. And I guess it really helps like like our name and helps other artists building their name, you know, finally get that chance to finally perform in front of a crowd. And our last, our last listening party stacked out to almost like 600, 800 people. And they're all fed, you know, and when you bring food, everybody, everybody just feels good. Because there's food there, and then you know you, you feel like a star, and, I, and and that's what we want to do in Austin to make other artists feel like you know they can actually do this because we're doing it. We're actually trying to set the you know the premise of like what 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 can be done, and you shouldn't let uh, you shouldn't let views or followers or anything like really really like stop you because that that's just a process, and everything everything just just takes time to build and grow, and that's what we're just trying to do in our community is just grow and build and support because nobody else is doing who who will you know. That's awesome, especially to be so young to uh, have put that together. And I'm going to speak on something that you said. But before I do that, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Tribe Mafia. You are tuned in to the Celebrity yeah. Spirit Series Special Edition of the Impossible Radio Show with your girl Lady J right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. We'll be right back. No smoke with me. Then turn his mouth up 800 degree. Whole team eat. Chefs cause she's a treat. She's so bougie, bougie. I'll never teach. I'm a savage. Had a tooth nasty. Talk big, big, but my bank account match it. Hood, but I'm classy. Rich, but I'm ratchet. Haters kept my name in their mouth, not a gagging. He say the way that thing move is a movie. I told him, bro, we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. How them bled the block and now it's hot, hot, the tune G. I'm moody and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Yeah. Class 
Sassy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid. What was happening? What was happening? I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid. What was happening? What was happening? Hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. Big B and that B stand for bands. If you wanna see some real, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low and swing. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my frame, gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy basics. I just raise my price. I'm a boss. I'm a leader. I pull up in my two seater, and my mama was a savage. Look, I got this here from Tina. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid. What's happening? What's happening? I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Hacking, stupid. What's Everybody, it's your girl Lady J, owner of Ego Entertainment Network and host of the Impossible Radio Show. Have you ever thought about having your own radio or podcast show? Maybe be featured in a magazine or air commercials on television, or maybe even have your own TV show. Well, look no further. Ego Entertainment Network is here for all of your media production needs. Contact us today at 317-886-0296 or visit our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. You would be surprised at how affordable it is. Oh, don't forget, tune in to JQLM Radio every day. Download the JQLM Radio app for all of you Android users or Apple users and Android users. You can use the TuneIn app or Listen straight from our website or the JQLM Radio Facebook page. Ego Entertainment Network. Empowered Greatness Optimized. This is Kiki Wyatt and you're tuned in to JQLM Radio. And we are back. For those of you who are just joining, welcome to another edition of Special Edition Celebrity Series of the Impossible Radio Show with your girl Lady J right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And we have been talking to Tribe Mafia, a new hip hop duo um, from Austin, Texas. So, um, Guys, we were talking about your uh, challenge of overcoming homelessness um, and uh, how you got to that point. So tell me um, what kept you going in while in that situation and what did you do to make sure that you did not stay there? Uh, uh, I mean, what really kept us going is that... uh I don't know. We just never like to quit. Yeah. So like, if we did try to quit, it'll, it'll be di- it's like we giving up on everybody else because they were looking up to us. We didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, just being an inspiration is different. Just and I, not just like. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know you're still going. I was gonna say, I guess because we we both know that this is what we really want to do, and I and we both know like there's nothing else. I guess I would really feel more fulfilling to be did something else like yeah. a regular eight, eight to eight to five job. Not that there's anything wrong with people that has an eight to nine to five job or eight to five job or nine to five. But 
we just know that making music and performing is like I don't know, it, it just it just validates us to to why we're doing this and I don't know, we're just super passionate about what we're doing. So why why just give up? I just feel like I don't know, I'm very spiritual, he is too. And I just think that, you know, God has a plan for us and we just gotta keep sticking through it until until it, until I guess he presents it to us. And um mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess I guess yeah. just happened. Somebody looked. Somebody looked into us, and we just we've just been getting blessed ever since. We've been getting like features. We've been able to um, actually start, you know, monetizing off of our songs, um, our shows. We started getting like deals and offers. Uh, I'm not. I, I guess from our persistence, things just started to change down the road for us, and we we weren't able to like you know stay in the same place because of I don't know. I guess God's praises for us. <laughs> yeah, like even when we made plans, like it just happened. It's, it's crazy like that, but even if we're just being our normal selves, just walking somewhere to the store, somebody always asks us, hey, what do you do out of nowhere? Like, like who are you? I'm like, what? Why would you ask that out of nowhere? Like, do you do music or something? like, yeah, I actually do. So, oh, I didn't know, like, let me see it. And then you show them, you're like, oh, I knew you something. Like, every time that little things happen, it's, it's like what really keeps me going. And then people tell us all the time, like, hey, you need don't ever quit what you're doing. We believe in you and all of this. And like, it, it just keeps you going. Like, it's a fuel that you really need for motivation. And, like, why would I want to quit that if it actually gives me life to go day by day with me being happy and unhappy? Like, I, I'd be miserable if I didn't do this for myself. Like, that, that's just not something that, that I can't live without. Pretty much, yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, because you don't hear a lot of young people um, speaking in that manner, especially when it comes to, you know, walking by faith and not by sight um, and just kind of going after uh, your dreams. You know, a lot of people tend to quit or uh, remain complacent when things get, you know, rough. So and one thing I did want to talk about is when you talked about, um, you know, paying people to to perform. one thing that I teach a lot of people, especially young people, um, in, in whatever it is that you do, I tell people all the time, if you chase purpose, the money will chase you. Too many people I heard chasing the bag, <laughs> you know, and there's a <laughs> lot of places that humility um, can take you and keep you there that money can't. So when you are chasing your purpose and you are passionate about what you do, not saying that you should do it for free, but those are things that you would do for free. Just like what you do with um, helping the homeless and things of that sort, you know, because when you bless, when you bless others, God will continue to bless you. It's like a, a never ending circle. So, um, oh, yeah. uh, so I like that you all have that, that outlook on life and that type of, of mindset in, in what it is that you're doing. Now, when you, um, begin to you know get on your feet um after being um homeless i'm assuming that you all you all did grow up with your parents um did your parents know that you were homeless at that time or did y'all keep that a secret oh yeah mine did they're like hey you gotta figure out a way (laughs) you know right plus you're very far from us so like and then i I have two other brothers so they gotta you know what i mean like they gotta they gotta take care of them first I'm already going to do that. They're like, hey, you got to find a way. You did it. You know what I mean? You already got the house, so you got to find a way. They're so like, well, I can't do that. You know what I mean? I want to put more pressure on them. And I don't, and Chinazo's parents, like, they can't be finding out this stuff, so you just got to deal with it. We in it for the long ride. You know what I mean? Right. We, we have, as long as we got each other, I mean, that's enough. But we've been through too much. Too much. <laughs> getting scammed. Being oh, invested yeah. in stuff with our last dime or penny and still got messed over mm-hmm. and we kept going. Like, it was a lot of stuff we actually went through. Like, forgot it, about like you know what I mean? Those times are temporary. That's what I was thinking about it. Like, bad times are temporary. Right. <laughs> like, all that stuff, bad times are temporary. Like, you, you can keep going. It's going to be all right sooner or later. Like, that's when you got to keep the faith. You know what I mean? Right. So tell me how um, now that you, uh, you know, you got through that and, you know, um, getting back on your feet. Tell me how you came into uh, being featured um, 
on the SXXW platform and to get to tour with Akon. Oh, South by Southwest was, I mean, we didn't get to do it because, you know, the COVID-19 yeah. came into place. But the last year, you talking about the last You've year. been like, featured, though, in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we will Yeah, um, I guess we can start with the Akon tour since I was before. Um, basically, we got we got noticed because of our song "Like Cola," which has over like a million views on YouTube right now, and it's uh it's mm-hmm. currently being distributed by Sony The Orchard and uh, independent label called Indie Nation. Um, we make that song in the car, literally just on our way to the studio, just vibing, listening to like mm-hmm. um, uh, dancehall beats. We love Afro mix. Let's have a a whole if you like like cola we have a whole ep coming out for that next month or probably july just to be safe uh just just for like people who love like that that type of like afro mixed dance hall vibes but um i don't know i guess with like cola people really like that switch or that change that we that we made and we've always been talking about making like a, a song like that and we did it for the longest and, <laughs> yeah for the longest. <laughs> and uh, i guess we just we put like a whole bunch of like promotion and, uh, and ads towards uh, Brazil, and I, I, I guess Deshaun knew that Acon was touring there. I don't know if he did, but I just put some ads towards. He was gonna be there around sometime. Yeah. Oh, so he did that. I was I didn't even know, but I guess there are people seen it, and then they reached out to us for our management at the time. And uh, long story short, they said that they like the song. They really like. They really think that we will be a good fit for their roster to tour with him and. In Brazil, who was actually in Sao Paulo, Brazil, Rio, uh, like all over the place, mm-hmm. eating like really nice food. But was, other than that, um, yeah, they reached out to us and I was like, we really, we really think you guys would be nice, a nice fit for us to tour. And so, yeah, they got our passports and it was, it was lit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's amazing, amazing. Akon is doing some big things. Okay, he's doing some big things for you know his people and. Um, I, listen, uh-huh. I've been following him, and he, hey, Akon is he's the goat. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I was talking to his dad. Huh? He was over there in Brazil, actually. Uh, say that again. Yeah, um, his dad. I was speaking to Akon's dad when he was actually in Brazil while I was out there, um, or his uncle. I'm not sure, but there's some they're, they're in somewhat like related, and because I can speak a little bit of Igbo, that's actually where my family is from. They're actually from a state in Nigeria called uh, Imo State. And I can speak evil and, of course, English. But we're speaking evil about Akon, about like what he's been doing, like about like I think he's got his own state now. He's he's bought his own state in Nigeria yeah. or yeah. somewhere in Africa. Yep. Which is like really cool. I didn't know that. But he's yeah he's mm-hmm. done a lot and he's helped a, a, a wide variety of, of independent artists. And I guess he saw us and blessed us with this trip. This was our first time performing in front of sixty thousand people. And I don't know. That was like that was, was like they, they knew the words. <laughs> We wrote this down. <laughs> we wrote this down on like vision board. I've never, I've yeah. always wanted to like at, and on a catwalk. I think that was like my favorite thing, like to like see like people, I don't just going crazy. Like I think for Deshaun, they're trying to rip off your chain, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're just, I don't even understand what they're speaking. They're speaking in Portuguese, so it's like, oh, I don't know what they're saying, but they know, they know what we're saying, I guess, because they're singing our lyrics to our songs. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But I'm, that that whole experience is, was really fun. What I want to do it again, yeah. yeah but I, I still I still prefer like smaller shows because it's it's much more intimate and we can like connect with the audience. But that was fun. Right, I can't, right. But I can't deny that was fun for me. Yeah. Okay, so now that you um you know you all are are um walking into some major opportunities and you know you have this EP coming out. Tell me what is the message that you are trying to portray through your music. Um, you want to go with that, or you mm-hmm. you've been talking so much? Yeah, I'm here much. I can do it. Uh, I mean, pretty much not so a message, but the feeling of which of what you're feeling at that time, because we make so many different genres of music. People gravitate to different specific songs that we have as singles or as big hits that everybody knows. Like, even at shows, like, we try to perform something else, and they're like, no, are you going to do this song? We're like, you we wasn't trying to, but I guess so now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, it it just depends on what people gravitate to, and the message trying to send out is in each different song. We can talk about love. We can talk about heartbreak. We can talk about just getting money or just talking about having fun. 
or just talking about being with family or anything like that. Whatever message they want to get to, it's just like art. It's going to hit somebody else. It's going to, they're going to get a different feeling from it every time, depending on who they are. You try not to ever put a box in like our creativity because we always, there's always something that inspires us to make something for that moment, right? And they, they, Awesome. Whatever okay, message you want to get from it, we'll take yeah. it. We just like the feedback from it. <laughs> I think that you guys are, um, I don't know, I just think you're awesome, and especially to be so young. I mean, you don't really see a lot of uh, uh, maturity, you know, in, in young artists. I mean, a lot of them are, you know, after the money and, and um, don't really have uh, any... A strong foundation to stand on so when um when you guys decided that you would be a part of the uh austin resource center for the homeless um tell me what made you want to work with that particular um place in particular and um is this going to be an ongoing partnership for you guys um as you continue to grow i'm sorry yeah that's that's home so like that's that's mainly over here like if you go to um sixth street or boston that's the first place you see and it and it it, i know it breaks our heart all the time when we pass by and there's just so many people outside just chilling or not chilling but just they're just out there you know they're just they're just there and I don't know. I just so I, I feel like whenever we can have, if we can donate anything to them, we're gonna give it. Them, we, we're gonna give yeah. it exactly. I don't know. I mean, like when we was doing our listening party and we was telling people, um, like when we was telling people, like your donations were it's gonna go straight to these artists performing. Uh, it's gonna go to the photographers, the videographers, uh, radio and station the over there. Over there. And, and the that were. Um, I don't know. We had some artists a couple of times tell us that they wanted to, they wanted to, uh, well, they wanted to be paid, they wanted to be paid more. And I was like, we can pay you whatever that we get. Like, and we're, cause we're, we're all for paying artists, especially, but like when it comes to like our listening parties, it's always like, I don't know. Cause when, when you know, I guess when, I guess when you know you're being paid for a cause and you're helping another cause, you shouldn't be asking for too much because we're only exactly. Yeah, most I mean? most people I, when I, they have causes, kind of the artists don't get paid; me. they donate time. So I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to make make sure it was like said correctly because I, I mean it kind of breaks me for like that. I think that but honestly, I would do this show for free just to perform in front of a fan like or an audience. But like, but I mean, getting paid is good too. Like, but like, you you should know like. This is a bigger cause. It's not just only for you, but it's for you helping people that's homeless in the community and that needs money or that needs needs uh you know perishable items. Because we'll also ask to like donate like uh, non perishable goods or or or, uh, or coats or like you know anything. Coats, that, yeah. And anything, anything that they could use, spoons, anything. Right. But I don't know. It's just. Uh, so tell me what what time of the year do you all usually do this? Uh, we actually do. We used to do it every single three months. So because. We we hosted the first one and I was just um, I guess to get the people like ready like okay this is the event that we're gonna start doing for for independent artists and then the next the next time we would do it we'll say okay who's the next artist that wants that wants to take over this event it's still gonna be called the Tribe Mafia Listening Party but it'll be hosted by a particular artist that we had chose or that had you know won the ballot and then when we do another three months it'll be another artist just so it's you know it's not a biased thing that's going on it's, it's always something refreshing we'll we'll have a a, a, a a set of norms that's going to always be applied or rules because you're always traveling that's well yeah we definitely want to keep the brand out there saying okay this is is how it goes and this is what's going to go down we're actually going to have one uh last month but you know the COVID-19 took place right we had like we We try to make it bigger and bigger every year but well every three months actually but it's just like we can't do it this time it was going to be like one of the biggest ones we had like a and R is gonna come there from labels, from the rent, like everything. It's gonna be yeah, good. Pretty connected with a couple of A and R. We had some people from Universal, Atlantic Records, Def Jam, and these labels basically look at the artists that's performing, and it makes the artists look good because they're performing in front of like a big old crowd. And right now in our city, there's not really a lot of Austin artists that's actually like premium or like on the face of anything. It's only like you would hear from like Houston or Dallas or San Antonio. Right. So like when you when you bring the A and R to like our city, and they're like thinking like, "What? Austin? 
but that's not a thing. The only time you actually like think of Austin for music is when we do our SXXW, the South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. That's the only time you actually like hear like our city is like making like actual noise or ACL. Noise. Yeah. So we're trying to, I guess we're trying to like curate an event that's, you know, just as big or, you know, good enough for people to like say. Give attraction like, to the city. Right, like, right, right. Give a nice attraction for a good cause as well, too. Because I, oh, I'm sorry, was you going to say something? Getting too, getting too into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, um, so, can you tell everyone um, how they can, you know, view or get your song? And um, I know that you said your EP is due to come out um, probably in July. Um, and tell everybody how they can follow you guys. Oh, definitely. I mean, you can just actually, if you just go on Google, all you gotta do is type in Tribe Mafia, and everything will pop up. But if you don't even go on Google, I mean, all the links are there for all of our social media to our website, everything, the music, on any platforms. But we mainly on our Instagram at Tribe Mafia Music, and that's on Instagram. So Tribe Mafia Music is the website too. All you gotta do is type in music.com. Everything's listed on there. If you go on a Spotify, just type in Tribe Mafia. It's on there. iTunes is just the same, Tribe Mafia. Everything is pretty much Tribe Mafia or Tribe Mafia Music. You type that in, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, everything. We'll be there. Okay. Um, So I'm definitely going to be following you guys. Um, I myself have been homeless more than once. So um, I serve the homeless here in my city. Um, in Indianapolis, Indiana. So I'm oh, definitely going to be um, supporting you guys. Um, and yeah, and I mean, even with Eagle Entertainment Network, I mean, we do uh, live coverage. We go out to different events all over. So um, I will definitely uh, check y'all out. You know, um, if y'all want to shoot Lady J an email and hey, Lady J, we're getting ready to do such and such. You want to come <laughs> out? Sure. Um, um, uh, and I would love for you guys to send me your music in MP3 format. We will definitely put it in rotation. And because we are BMI ASCAP license, you will get your royalty. So, um, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then when we come back, we're going to get some final thoughts of encouragement from. Uh, tribe mafia so everyone stick and stay we'll be right back after this you are tuned into the special edition celebrity series of the impossible radio show with your girl lady J, right here on jqlm radio a division of ego entertainment network we'll be right back Yeah, I done did a lot of things in my day. I admit it, I don't take back what I say. If I said it, then I meant it. All my life I won a Grammy, but I probably never get it. I ain't never had no trophy or no fucking ribbon. The system, I'm been a law, cut the rules. I'm about to risk it all. I ain't got too much to lose. Y'all been eating long enough. It's my turn to cut the food. Pass the plate with my drink. This my day. Lucky you.
And we are back. You have been tuned in to a special edition celebrity series of the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And we have been talking to some amazing young men, Tribe Mafia, y'all, um, upcoming hip-hop duo, and I love them, okay? Um, if I never heard a song, I would just want to talk to them all day. So uh, y'all know how Lady J is uh, when it comes to the young people. Um, y'all know that's what I do and who I work with on a day-to-day basis. So I love um, uh, talking to young people who are uh, inspired by blessing others, helping others, and are passionate about following their dreams. So um, all right, guys. So we have about eight and a half minutes left in the show. So if you had to speak to any young person or anybody for that matter but especially young people who are struggling with following their dreams or maybe facing some extreme uh hardships right now that may feel like giving up what would you say to them for me i can uh, tell you oh, yeah you go first you go. I, I know you don't want to debt with it but i'm gonna just make it simple for them you can go after that nigga in debt look <laughs> don't ever worry about trying to fit in man stand out just try to stand out just how you are. You know yourself, right? And then if you don't try to figure it out, don't try to find ways to fit in because that's where you're going to mess up. And you're going to find out years later that you wasted a lot of freaking time, literally. And you ever feel like quitting and you're already doing it, don't quit yet. You might fall into a place to where it's literally past rock bottom. And I mean, like, when nothing is happening, you've been praying and stuff, he's not answering back. I mean, it's going to be all right because it, that's when the devil's really trying to get you. It's right around, it, your business is right around the corner. We had two group members that literally quit a week before everything literally blew up for us. I'm talking about a week. And they've been rocking with us for years, like more than eight years straight. And then they quit. But everything blew up right a week right after that. So just ask yourself, what if you would have quit too early? And your blessings is right there around the corner. And about to, all your questions about to get answered. And, and you quit. Don't do that. You can go to nothing. Okay. I'm just going to tell them about all I always tell them after every single show. You already know my scripture. Every time we do a show, I always, <laughs> always say Habakkuk 2 2. It's in the Bible. It's scripted. It says, follow your dream. Make it plain. You can write it down. Write, the, write your dream down. Make it plain. And it's going to happen. It might tarry. Like God says, it might take some time. Mm-hmm. So don't, like you said, don't just think it can just happen like that. I mean, it can, but just know it, it might take some time, but it'll come to you. Okay? That's all I got to say. might not be in your time. Like, it's not going to be in your time. It's going to be in God's time. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's all I can say. That's right. He already has a plan. Yeah. Like, like you, you can make your plan, but you got to do half of the work, and he's going to meet you halfway. Don't know when that time is going to be, but he's going to be there. He already has the blueprint for you, but only don't ever give up on something that that you're passionate about. If you're passionate about it, and he's passionate about it just as much as you are. But you got to prove to him that you want it just as bad as that he's that he's so he that worth it. it. He already got the ten ready. Like, I, like, like, I was going to school, getting my master's degree in social work. This is why I like helping people a lot because I was actually going to school for social work. My my uh, professor told me, "Nah, you can choose between music or you can you can be a social worker because it don't look it don't look right." And, of course, I chose music because that's my passion. But now I'm helping people with my music. I'm, 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 I'm providing for people with my music. I'm proving them wrong. And then they reach back out to me this year. So you're supposed to graduate. And they say, hey, I see what you're doing. You can come back in. And I said, no, nah, it's good. It's good. I'll go to this school now and finish my degree because y'all didn't want me when I was, you know, when I was down. People, exactly. are, people are often trying to look at you when, when you're nothing and, and, and just dismiss you. But once you make a once you make a name for yourself, watch out. Everything's watch all good. <laughs> watch out everything. Watch out God bless you. Just watch out He bless you. So don't don't ever let nobody you know tell you that you're nothing when you know you when you know you're, you're the whole package. So I don't, that's all. That's all we got to say about it. <laughs> Just believe in yourself more than anybody else believes in you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah! If you don't believe me, other people can believe in you all day long. But if you don't believe in you, then it's not gonna move the needle. So uh, that's yeah, that, no, that's what really matters. <laughs> no uh, opinion is the only thing that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, 
<laughs> yes. So tell me, um, what is next for you all? We're trying to get into more film. Like we're trying to, we're post, we had just auditioned yeah. for this Netflix show called Rhythm and Flow. You can check it out on YouTube. Just type in Tribe Monster Netflix. It might pop up mm-hmm. first. I think it should. But uh, we auditioned for that show. We're trying to get, we're trying to get more music licensing to get on more, uh, I think the next thing for us is to, is to get a more film now. We, we want our songs to be in, uh, you know, on the next thing. Like, we we are, we are, um, we have sent our songs out. platform, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, I mean, like, just, triple, just, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, like, our song Triple Double, we're um, waiting for it to be approved. Right now, it's still in consideration realm to be on the next Space Jam 2 movie with LeBron James. So, if we get that, I know we're straight. But if not, you know, whatever, we're going to keep working. But that's one of the things, and then, uh, we got a lot of things planned up right now, but we're just waiting on them to say, yes, you're in, we got you, you're good. You know, you're clear. So, yeah, to be on more films, and then, I mean, we always have content. We, we got content that we haven't never released that's already done. Yeah, Projects so. that we, I mean, we already got done that's not even released yet. We just time it perfectly to drop them, but, but content is never a problem for us. But, like, we're just trying to get more advertising and promotion and more exposure, travel, you know, more films, like, just all of that, pretty much, yeah. Trying to get established in more other places. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All that. Oh, I'm I'm learning how to play guitar, so that too. <laughs> awesome. Just learning new things. <laughs> we're, just, we're just trying to just be better than we was yesterday. That's it. I don't know how to really state that, but we're we're every single day is a new day, and we're just we're just glad <laughs> to see another day, and we're just trying to take it day by day, be better than we was the day before. We're not trying to be better than anybody else, or be the best of, of that person or the city. We're just trying to be the best version of us. That's for ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, listen, I have enjoyed you guys thoroughly, and you have done an amazing job. Um, shout out to y'all, Tribe Mafia. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. Okay. Uh, don't quit. Keep going. Um, and I'm definitely going to be uh, following you guys, and like I said, and um, supporting and definitely sharing with all of our people across all of our social media pages. So, um yeah, y'all just keep it up. Uh, don't quit and um, continue. You know, uh, uh, being a blessing to other people. Um, and I hope that you all continue to, um, you know, grow, reach all of your goals and your dreams, and don't don't allow you know COVID nineteen to stop you. Yeah, keep you know, just just oh, keep no. it up. <laughs> um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the. Uh, the Celebrity Series Special Edition of the Impossible Radio Show tonight. And as I always say before I close the show, after all of the hell you went through, the word through is an indication that you defeated the impossible too. New adversities will come, but overcoming them has already made you unstoppable. The favor over your life incomparable, which gives you the right to think and believe I'm possible. This is your girl, Lady J, and you have been tuned in to JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network, and I'm out, y'all. Love y'all. Deuces.